What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another Raw Recap. I am yours truly, the Macho Man Maddie Savage from the Smack Talk team, here to talk the September 27th edition of Monday Night Raw. Three hours wrapped up into 15 minutes of your time. Uh, it's really that simple, guys. If you're not tuning along, I've been doing this for almost a year now. Um, I break it down. I let you know how it goes, good or bad or indifferent, usually more bad than good. But as of late, I will say I think Raw is improving as a product um especially now with Big E as its uh, new wwe champion a lot of things transpired here on this episode of raw which i'll dive into of course uh again this is coming off the heels of the extreme rule uh, extreme rules pay-per-view which surprised some with the quality of matches for the six matches that were listed on the card um a crazy looking ending with the demon just collapsing the top rope uh, below him, which ended up costing him the match against Roman Reigns. Um, but that's SmackDown. That's a SmackDown of the things. We're here to talk Monday Night Raw. Uh, decent pay-per-view, as I said. But let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Kicking off, and this was announced at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view, um, that Big E would be defending the WWE Championship against Bobby Lashley to open up Monday Night Raw. And that's exactly what we saw happen. Uh, a big battle of behemoths here. Bobby Lashley wants his title back. Big E, of course, the new champion, isn't trying to lose that title anytime soon. And we got ourselves a hell of a match to kick off Monday Night Raw. So how do you ruin that? You don't. And I said it. This ended in uh, a disqualification, which transitioned into what ended up being our main event. And I'll get into that in a second. But the big takeaway here which shocked me, and I didn't see this coming, was the return of the Hurt Business's Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. So, yeah, you remember when Bobby Lashley booted them out and whipped both their asses, made both of them fight one another, and then they were in the 24-7 title scene, and then they were gone? Yeah, I remember that. And now they're back. So Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, supposedly it looks like the Hurt Business is back. Um New Day ended up coming out to even the odds, which ended up causing this disqualification, and all hell broke loose between these six guys. And out came Adam Pierce. He was fired up. He said, this isn't how this is going to end. This is going to end later tonight in the main event inside a steel cage for the WWE Championship. So there you have it. And I'll get into that main event uh, later on in this recap, but Man, you brought the fire to kick off again, and you're going to end the show with some fire once again. So props to WWE for thinking outside the box, uh, making a no finish actually mean something. You brought back the Hurt Business. Now you've got a, a six-man tag in itself to happen at any point, and now you've got a great main event to close out this episode of Raw. But before we get into that, let's talk about what else transpired on the show. Uh, next up, we get Eric. From the Viking Raiders taking on Angel Garza. Of course, if you didn't watch last week or if you didn't listen to me, Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo have put differences aside. They are real-life cousins. They are now a tag team. So we get a singles match here between Garza and Eric, which Garza ends up picking up the win. So building some momentum for that tag team, uh, the, the draft is coming and starting this Friday on SmackDown, concluding next week on Raw. So will we see any of these teams shift into the uh, over to SmackDown, or will both these teams remain on Raw? If they do, I would expect to see some type of a tag team feud. Uh, maybe Humberto Carrillo versus Ivar next week, something to that effect. Or this is just a short, short-lived feud that lasted all of uh, one night here on Raw. 
that remains to be seen, but Garza and Humberto Creel picking up some steam in the tag team division either way. Let's get into the 24-7 championship now because it wasn't just a backstage or uh, a pre-taped video of something that happened outside. We actually had a match for the 24-7 championship. Reggie defended against Ricochet. Ouch for Ricochet. I mean, he was uh, starting to get himself onto Monday Night Raw regularly again. He was in that United States championship picture, and now he has fallen down the ranks into the 24-7 title picture. Ouch. Um this was more about highlighting two high flyers, Reggie and Ricochet, of course. And this really just transitioned into a big shit show. Uh, again, another inconclusive finish. This is due to uh, R-Truth and Drew Gulak, who were sitting at ringside with Drake Maverick. Uh, they ended up hopping over the barricade and causing the disqualification. Match ends. Yeah. Kira Tozawa, for whatever reason, he remains in the ring, and he's upset. And he, he challenges anybody to come out. And who answers that challenge, guys? It's not just Keith Lee. It's Keith Bearcat Lee. So here's the debut of Bearcat Keith Lee. Keith Bear, Bearcat Lee, however you want to go about it. Uh, he's got a whole new attitude. He's been doing this over on main events. So you might not really even know that this was happening. But it's a new Keith Lee, new attitude. He whoops Akira Tozawa's ass with about three moves. It's a total squash match. And my takeaway from this is I think that this is going to be a heel character for Keith Lee based on what I saw uh, from Raw Talk to uh, that happened after the episode of Raw. So I think uh, Keith Lee is going to be heel, whether it is on Raw or SmackDown. Wouldn't surprise me at all to see him shift it over to SmackDown, get a fresh look on everything. Uh, but nice to see him back on Monday Night Raw nonetheless now let's talk about the united states championship so damian priest is going to defend this title uh one night after defeating sheamus and jeff hardy in a triple threat match this week we get uh this night we get priest versus sheamus for the title no disqualifications um yeah so what probably should have happened on the extreme rules pay-per-view you know extreme rules no disqualification no holds barred yeah we save that for the next night on Raw, and it's fine. Uh, my only gripe from this, and it's nothing to take away from Sheamus, because I think Sheamus has been uh, one of the top superstars in all of WWE throughout this whole pandemic, um, and coming out of it, of course, with the fans being back. He was pinned at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view, and yet he is the one that earned, the, for whatever reason, the title match here on Raw. So not Jeff Hardy, and we'll, we're going to talk about Jeff Hardy very shortly. But it's Sheamus once again. Hey, these guys can go. That's 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 about all I'll say here. Uh, a hell of a no DQ match. Uh, Sheamus does take the loss once again. Damian Priest looking strong again. And, I mean, I think that was the conclusion of this feud. I definitely think one of those two men are going to get shifted over to SmackDown during the draft. Um uh, wouldn't surprise me one bit to see it be a clean swap of Damian Priest over to SmackDown, Shinsuke Nakamura over to Raw as the Intercontinental Champion. So we'll see what happens there, but great win once again for Damian Priest as he continues to build momentum as the United States Champion. So I was just talking about Jeff Hardy, how he didn't take the pin, but he didn't get that uh, opportunity here on Raw. Instead, he gets to team with Mustafa Ali and Mansoor. Yeah, you heard it to take on Jinder Mahal, Veer, and Shanky. So 
this really it's a it's your typical six man tag it was kind of short but this was more about highlighting veer who had a, a quick little promo before the match stating how people are going to see him unleashed basically and he ends up being the one to pick up the win for his team he turns mustafa ali inside out with a devastating clothesline it wasn't the clothesline from hell it just looked like he ramped himself up and just gave it all he had and gave him a big clothesline for the win so good to see jinder veer and shanky pick up a win here um, as i mentioned last week i think mustafa ali and mansoor unfortunately for them and i know they're a new tag team but i do think vince is souring on them because this is the second straight week where they have been the fall guys for the tag team division next up Karrion cross versus jackson Riker. yeah you heard that right jackson Riker, who we have not seen really since his feud with elias ended and speaking of elias do you guys remember or do you remember talk, me talking about the vignettes of elias is dead and there's going to be a new elias coming back yeah i don't know what happened to that either because we haven't seen that for over a month anyway getting back to things here Karrion cross Jackson Riker, yeah, this is pretty simple. This is Karrion Cross just continuing his dominance of the Raw roster, making everyone fall and pray. Now we get Riddle versus AJ Styles. We have seen this. This is uh, this is the old formula that we, we were used to seeing on Raw, rematch after rematch after rematch. Um, thankfully, they, they've been spreading these particular rematches out between Riddle and AJ Styles so that it still feels somewhat fresh every time you see the match we know that riddle and aj styles are going to bring the fire and they did just that once again and again it's aj styles that picks up the win no randy orton he took the night off riddle made that clear um no real reason why we don't know but he wasn't there omos was there and aj on aj styles aside and aj ends up picking up the dub over riddle Took me a second there to remember where the hell I was. All right, now let's talk about the Raw Women's Championship. So Charlotte Flair successfully defended her title against Alexa Bliss at Extreme Rules. She ended up ripping up Lily the Doll, which put Alexa Bliss into a big tizzy. She was upset. She was all fucked up about it. She was foaming from the mouth. Unfortunately, that didn't end up looking that great because you could see the tablet in her mouth during the pay-per-view. But anyway. Uh, rumor has it that Alexa Bliss will be off TV for a couple months now. Seemingly, this would be the end of Alexa's playground, the whole gimmick. Maybe this is their way of just writing off Lily and the gimmick itself. Um, so I'm not too upset about it. Hopefully she uh, does come back and rebound from you know what, what just transpired. It was a big loss for her for the Raw Women's Championship. And... Uh, Anyway, let's get back to the actual champion herself, the Queen Charlotte Flair, because on this episode of Raw, she issued an open challenge, which throughout the night, and we ended up getting the answer to who that challenge was going to be, and it was Dewdrop. So Dewdrop, who has been whooping Eva Marie's ass week after week for, and I don't know why they kept doing it, but now she's been propelled, and she gets an opportunity against the Queen Charlotte Flair, and for what it's worth, it looked good in the beginning for Dewdrop, but then Eva Marie's music hit over the intercom, and she distracted Dewdrop by coming out, which transitioned into Charlotte Flair hitting the natural selection for the one, two, three. So Eva Marie's in the ring after, and Charlotte takes her out too because I mean, 
what are you even doing getting my matches, basically? She leaves, and out comes Shayna Baszler. So, even Marie, we went to commercial break during all this. Even Marie gets on the mic after the fact. She is getting booed right out of the arena, as she always does. Shayna Baszler's music hits. She comes out and destroys Eva Marie, uh, smashes her arm on the steel steps, similar to what she did to Nia Jax last week, knocking her out of action. So hopefully this is a way to knock Eva Marie out of the picture for a little while, maybe revamp that gimmick, do something different, because it the evolution, it, it's, it's dead. Now, before we get into our main event, we had a quick little vignette, of a video uh, from Goldberg. He's back, ladies and gentlemen, once again. Goldberg is back, and this is truly just about the buildup to Crown Jewel. He, uh, again, reminded everybody that by Bobby Lashley putting his hands on his son, Gage, that now you're going to have to be uh, Goldberg's victim. Yeah, I mean, take that for what it's worth. I mean, you're going to get, you're not, it's not surprising to see that Goldberg's going to come back once again and have a one off match at Crown Jewel. He'll probably end up beating Bobby Lashley, I'm thinking, this time around because there's no title on the line. Um, again, hasn't been made official yet, but that's without a doubt the road that they're heading down leading into Crown Jewel. So get ready to see some more Goldberg, whether you like that or not. And I don't really like it. And now our main event, Big E versus Bobby Lashley in a steel cage match. And man, like I said at the beginning of the show, they brought the fire to start the show. They brought the fire to end the show. Wow. This, we had a little bit of interference from the Hurt Business. So they came out onto the, onto the cage trying to distract Big E as he was trying to climb out. Out came Kofi Kingston in New Day. And Xavier Woods smashed the door on Bobby Lashley's head as he was about to come out. They start fighting with the Hurt Business. Kofi Kingston jumps off of the uh, the steel cage that he had climbed onto the Hurt Business. And just madness all throughout this main event. Once they made their way out of the picture, we got to see some more clashing between Big E and Bobby Lashley. And they they brought the fire, man. Love to see everything they brought to the table from beginning to end. A great match that ended with a big ending off of the second rope for the one, two, three. Biggie retains. Biggie shines, man. He looked great on this entire episode of Raw, which kind of makes up for last week where he was involved in both the, the opening match and the main event and took losses. Although he wasn't pinned, he was part of the losing teams on each of those matches. So... Glad to see him pick up some steam here to really solidify that championship run. So how does this episode of Raw end? It's Drew McIntyre, who we haven't, he wasn't even on Raw last week. He appeared here on Raw just to come out with Angela the Sword and to point at Big E, seemingly challenging uh, him for that title. And of course, if you guys recall, a couple months back at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, Drew McIntyre lost to Bobby Lashley, which meant that he could not challenge for the WWE Championship as long as Bobby Lashley was the champion. And here we are, a couple months down the road, Bobby Lashley's not the champion, so it just makes sense that Drew McIntyre is heading back into that title picture, whether it ends up being on Raw or whether he gets traded and drafted over to SmackDown and ends up challenging Roman Reigns. So that remains to be seen. That's how this episode of Raw closed. Um, a lot to take away from it. 
there's still a lot of question marks up in the air, really for the simple fact of the draft starts this Friday on SmackDown and it concludes next Monday on Raw. So I'll be back next Tuesday to talk about basically a full recap of the draft itself and Monday Night Raw. As for this episode of Raw, great matches all throughout from all the competitors. Again, I'm going to give this one a solid B just for the fact that it was good, man. Like for the, for the product and for, for having to sit through three hours of what was truly a really shitty show, there's been a lot more better moments than shittier moments. So hopefully they can keep it up. I mean, I know they're going up against Monday Night Football now, and they're really trying to think outside the box with some of these beginning matches that transition into what ends up being a main event. Steel cage matches, no DQ matches, a lot of shit's been going down on Raw, so hopefully they can keep that fire going as the draft draws closer. And that's going to do it for this Raw recap. Three hours, 15 minutes of your time. See how simple this was, guys. I am the Macho Man, Matty Savage, and I will talk to you all next week.